0: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Hey there, this is Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Spogs. And
1: I'm Scott Eisenberg.
0: And we are a married couple who like to shoot the shit about movies.
1: That we do, that we do.
0: And it is the holidays. It means holiday movies, holiday fun and holiday cheer.
1: And commercialism.
0: Well, yes, actually, that's a perfect segue into the movie we are about to discuss. Oh, Scotty, what movie did I introduce you to today?
1: You introduced me to the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Jingle
1: All the Way.
0: Released in 1996. Oh, what a time to be alive, 1996.
1: When you could send bombs through the post office.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, this is a movie that I watched a lot growing up, and I didn't even know until relatively recently that Scott had never seen it. I did not have this anywhere close to my plans for uh, showing Scott on the show because I just assumed because A, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and B, 90s kid, that he had seen this movie. But he has not before today, and I am shocked i'm appalled aghast Steven. scott explain yourself i don't honestly know why i hadn't seen it i honestly thought we were gonna start watching this movie and you were gonna be like at some point oh oh wait i remember this but that never happened you really have never seen jingle all the way nope
1: not even a little bit
0: insanity we're about to take your 90s kid card away from you
1: well i think this very hard disgusting it's on my birth certificate
0: disgusting <laughs> so yeah this this is a, a christmas classic as some might say now i wouldn't say this movie is good it's it's not good
1: <laughs> I, I think it's on the level of fun but like it's just a kids movie. Dopey.
0: <laughs> it's a dopey kids movie. There's there's physics here that doesn't make sense. There's hijinks and slapstick galore.
1: Oh, I was I, I was doing just a just a minor like crime spree.
0: Ah uh, yes, yes. The police in this movie, like in most kids movies, and I guess just different movies in general, depending on the stuff that you're trying to get away with here. The police are stupid in this movie. They're <laughs> incompetence. Well,
1: there's assault, theft.
0: Child endangerment. Child
1: endangerment. <laughs>
0: kidnapping. Animal abuse. Bomb threats. Bomb. Just, uh, everything and anything going on on this lovely, harmonious Christmas Eve. <laughs> and the cops are just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And speaking of commercialism, uh, the main thrust of this movie is powered by commercialism at Christmas time, which we all know is still very much a sickness in, in this country today. This movie premiered at the, some might say, the hub of commercialism, the Mall of America. Ah. And uh, it was based on the 80s shopping craze over the Cabbage Patch Kids. Ah. But uh, oddly enough, the same year that this movie was released, there was another quite infamous Christmas toy craze, Tickle Me Elmo. Ah, yes. I just always found it funny that like this movie came out before Tickle Me Elmo fiasco was even a thing, and then lo and behold, <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo was a thing. I mean, there are multiple instances in this movie that echo things that have happened in real life. The whole thing at the toy store where the people all crowd around and like knock over the store doors and like crush a human being. Oh, yeah. That's happened in real life.
1: Somebody in the crowd yelled, There's the Elmos and they rushed us.
0: Well, it's funny <laughs> to me cuz I feel
1: like every 10 years or so oh, yeah. you get like, "Oh god, I must
0: get this." Yeah, I mean, it's a a relatively smaller scale, but like I remember when I worked at Target, there was this toy called Hatchimals. It's literally like a plastic egg. And inside was a little stuffed animal. I believe that's all it was. But for some reason, every parent would ask me if we had any Hatchimals. And I had to tell them, no, we're sold out. And they would get aggravated. <laughs> but don't worry. If you're trying to get your kid something for Christmas this year and you don't get it, it's okay. Your kid still loves you.
1: Also, don't go shopping for your kid on Christmas Eve. Well, that's
0: also a big misstep in this movie that we'll, we'll talk about. Um, This movie was directed by Brian Levant, who gave us such classics as uh, Beethoven, the... Oh,
1: Jesus, the dog?
0: Yeah, the dog movie, Snow Dogs. Oh. Speaking of dogs, another dog movie. Uh, Yes, Cool Getting Juniors and that, Disney classic. And um, not only the Flintstones movie with John Goodman, but... Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas
1: Viva Rock Vegas You remember
0: that gem? Yeah, it's it's this guy. It was written by Randy Cornfield who wait, wait
1: wait the man's name Randy Cornfield
0: Cornfield with a K. played the corn meme? Oh no. It's called That That's a true gem right there. So we're just, we're in for a treat here, guys. The only shining light, I would say, as far as the the crew of this movie, uh, Chris Columbus was a producer. We've talked about him when we talked about the Harry Potter movies. He directed the early ones on that. He also directed The Home Alones. He's used to working with kids a lot and uh, he he's Whoa. managed to pull off some Christmas cheer in his films. So maybe we'll be able to squeeze some out of there. <laughs> well,
1: it's funny because you said that I wouldn't call Jake Lloyd's performance good.
0: No, but I mean, listen, I feel like we talked about this when we talked about the Star Wars prequel, the first one, because that's the only one he's in. right? Yes. Jake Lloyd, he, he plays the son in our movie to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's not a good actor, but let's remember he's A, a child, and B, given his short-lived career was clearly run through the ringer of the Hollywood child acting system.
1: This movie came out in 96.
0: Yes. Jake Lloyd was seven years old in this movie. And Phantom Menace didn't come out until three years later. So this was like right before probably dealing with all of that Michigas. And also, this is a Christmas movie. Let's not, like, you yeah. know, he's not doing Sophie's Choice here. You well, know yeah. What I mean? But, like,
1: how many <laughs> seven-year-olds are going to give you a good goddamn performance? Let's call it what it is.
0: Well, yeah. You know, there are good child actors out there. But if you're not a good child actor, that doesn't mean you're, like, a horrible person. <laughs> it's just you're a kid.
1: You heard it here That's first. That's <laughs> okay. You heard it here first. Jake Lloyd is a horrible person. No. A horrible person. No.
0: Uh, you misunderstood. <laughs> Anyway, I wanted to share as well the staggering reception that this movie got. The critic score for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes is a terrible nineteen percent the audience is a little higher at thirty eight which I feel like is more fair
1: <laughs> okay I, I think if you're judging this movie on its merit of like good... is
0: this a movie <laughs> well the like yes. yes. <laughs>
1: Is this a good movie?
0: No, it's not like
1: Godfather, Jingle well, All the no, Way. No,
0: obviously not. But you can't
1: judge a movie like this on that kind of scale, in my opinion.
0: Right? Cause no, was... I agree. I mean, I enjoy this movie. It's fun and all. I had a lovely time revisiting it. But objectively speaking, it's not good. Yeah,
1: but I don't think it's a 19 or a 38.
0: Well, it, it got some uh, some awards for shittiness. It had a Razzie Award nomination for Worst Director, and it got four nominations for the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards. It got Most Painfully Unfunny Comedy, which it lost to Biodome, rightfully yeah. so. I mean, let's not even go there it got this okay it got worst actor for arnold schwarzenegger but he lost to tom arnold because like he made a bunch of shitty 90s movies that like and it's tom arnold so like who cares but what i find kind of like mean and egregious is that um rita wilson who plays arnold schwarzenegger's wife in this movie who really doesn't do anything offensive by any means she's a lovely actress and she doesn't she literally doesn't do anything bad in this movie she just plays mom and wife yeah. lady uh she got a, war, a nomination for worst supporting actress which was like all right that's a little much but uh she lost to jamie gertz in twister and yeah. if you'll remember we talked about her when we did um lost boys not too long ago twister but is
1: terrible
0: twister is pretty rough although it is getting a sequel so i mean maybe not so much i don't know <laughs> but the last thing i want to mention before we get into the nitty and the gritty for some reason and i don't understand why there have been at least two that i know of arnold schwarzenegger 90s comedies that have received sequels in like the 2010s that have absolutely nothing to do with the original movie they made a remake to kindergarten cop starring or a sequel excuse me not a remake this is the same universe but it's starring dolph lundgren and i've never seen it but it just involves dolph lundgren playing like an agent of some kind protecting a bunch of kids working undercover as a teacher and then getting with a another teacher in the school that is significantly younger than him where like she could be his daughter which like Easily. you know it, it, it is what it is I guess I mean what do you, who do you think you are Dolph Tom Cruise like who do you who do you think you are
1: well the sad part is I think the guy has a like rocket scientist degree oh no (laughs) i think he's actually really brilliant uh, like as a person all right but dolph can't act
0: (laughs) i mean that's okay buddy and then we have a sequel to jingle all the way which i mean weren't we all clamoring for it in 2014 the sequel was released starring Larry the Cable Guy, and it went straight to DVD, and it was produced by WWE Studios. Yeah. Which I know our friend Richie, who's been on the show before, is trying to get us to do a wrestler movie on this show. And, like, I'm open to whatever, but it's going to be bad, which works out for everyone because it makes everybody laugh when we watch something stupid. But
1: WWE Studios has a problem with a lot of bad movies.
0: What are they doing over there?
1: They're producing very low quality, hoping, hey, we can grab a couple of bucks here. Usually a wrestler is involved.
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm open. Give me your best shot, Richie.
1: Oh, <laughs> God, God. damn it. Now you've just opened the floodgates. We're well, in trouble fuck now. fuck it.
0: I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not afraid of Richie or a wrestler. Fuck it. I don't care. So, yeah, I'm excited to get into the nitty gritty of this. Anything you want to add before we dive in here? No, I'm
1: good. Let's go. Let's get this going.
0: Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) So we open (laughs) with the introduction of our family here. We have the dad of the family, the main star, our main squeeze, Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Howard. We, of course, have talked about Arnie before. We've talked about him when we did Predator and Total Recall and this movie is right in between Jr. and Batman and Robin. (laughs) Good thing we're not doing that movie ever. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) just wanted to mention in regards to Arnie, he was paid $20 million for this movie, uh, which comes out to roughly 26% of the budget. So, you know, cool. And also Tim Allen was considered for the role of Howard, which seems like a more appropriate choice Given the fact that Arnold's performance here as typical suburban dad is just borderline hilarious just on its own.
1: <laughs> also, Jake Lloyd being Arnold's son. Let's
0: <laughs> Well, let's like let's really like unpack the performance here.
1: Let's it, unpack Arnold's performance I He's feel Arnold. like
0: because okay, Arnold really is known for doing two kind of fields of movies, right? He either does action movie or, like, funny ha kids movie comedy.
1: Yes, you are correct there.
0: So, in, when he does action movies, he's doing, like, his normal action shtick, right? You know, I am big strong guy. I have big gun. I have big fists to punch you, pow! But then, when he does, like, comedies, particularly kids' comedies, I feel like he has, like, his agenda, his set thing that he does, where if he is doing a scene in which he is happy he just says every line with an obnoxious smile on his face like ah yes you are my favorite customer oh jamie you are my son i love you so much and then <laughs> and then when he is angry arnold in the kids movie scene he just judges all his lines like this with a little grunt on his face i am angry arnold find me a turbo man toy and it's just like you know it's like we're teaching our kids how to display emotions it's like a nick jr show or something it's just adorable um, well yes but he also just in his actions he acts like he's a robot who's trying to mimic human behavior
1: that's always been his thing
0: he acts like the literal terminator when he does kids movies because <laughs> that's, that's who he is
1: you know just this past year i watched the uh, pumping iron which was his like weightlifting thing And the guy's hysterical, but yeah, he is one note. He's a very straightforward, funny guy, but that's who he is. He's just this fucking robotic kind of guy who, his charisma gets him by.
0: Yeah, it's a weird situation where you're like, how do you have this particular charisma? It's just kind of an unknown it factor, I guess. But uh, then you meet, of course, his wife Liz, played by Rita Wilson, and we meet their son, Jamie, played by Jake Lloyd, who we mentioned. And Jake Lloyd, I mean, we said it already, he's not a great child actor, but in this movie, it's, like, forgivable because it's not a big deal. You know, it's just kind of like a shitty, silly kid's Christmas movie. It's okay. But you do see kind of the blueprints of what will soon be young Anakin Skywalker in his line deliveries, where it clearly sounds like he just read it on a cue card like two seconds before and then says it or or the director's like okay jake now say this like you're mad and yell into the phone just say it yelling (laughs) it's like you never keep your promises
1: (laughs) was there something like george lucas took his kids to the movie theater? he goes hey kids let's go see jingle all the way he brought his kids in he sat down he's like okay cool he's watching the movie goes That's my Anakin Skywalker. I'm going
0: to change all my plans that uh, made me want to find a teenage Anakin Skywalker, you know, to fit in with the romance that I'm soon going to sprout with these characters. No, I'm just going to cast a nine-year-old. Because he's cute and stuff. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but we're not going to relitigate Phantom Menace. We're not doing that in this episode. We got enough problems. Oh, and we also see in this opening scene that Jamie, our son here, he is watching his favorite show, Turbo Man. And we see a little clip of the show. It's basically like Power Rangers.
1: Yeah, it's Power Rangers mixed (laughs) with like G.I. Joe. Yeah.
0: Instead of G.I. Joe, it's Turbo Man, who is a big guy in a red suit.
1: With a jetpack.
0: With a jetpack. And, like, kind of a weird pink dog-like sidekick named Booster who literally looks like a Power Rangers villain. (laughs) Like a monster of the week. And then it's got the villain in there, Dementor, which basically looks like Krang, but if he was a guy. Uh, He's got a big exposed brain and he talks funny. Well, it's
1: funny (laughs) because... It's actually funny because it does capture a lot of TV shows had a villain that had like that kind of design
0: for like a
1: while. And it's actually kind of funny that they're like, oh yeah, we're going to use that too. There's uh, quite a few that were just, they look like that.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, it's the day before Christmas Eve right now. And, We're just kind of establishing all our characters here. So Liz is getting Jamie ready to go to his karate ceremony. He's getting a new fancy purple belt in karate. And he's very excited about it. And he's like, where's my dad? Is he coming? And she's like, oh, don't worry, honey. He's at the office, but he's going to be there. And then cut to, you know, Howard at the office. He's a mattress salesman, which is never really addressed in the movie. But like, really, dude, you're that obsessed with your job, that you miss your kids' karate. I almost said karate recital. I did dance when I was a kid. Sorry. But you know what I'm saying? Like, for mattresses, though?
1: Yeah. Mattresses. (laughs) Well, the funniest thing about it, like, they're having, like, a Christmas party, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, because they cut to this Christmas party, and everybody's getting, like, happy-go-lucky, like, oh, yeah, we're having this blast, And he's upstairs working in his office, and I'm like, oh, I thought this was going to be, like oh, Arnold's too busy having fun to, to right. spend time well, with his family. Right, that's well,
0: the, that's the little misdirect they give you in the movie, Scott. But no, he's just a typical dad in kids' movie who's a workaholic and doesn't understand the meaning of family. Blah, 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 you know? Oh, so, my God, is this
1: a Hallmark movie just with Arnold Schwarzenegger?
0: No, this is better than a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> you think a Hallmark movie would have... Like- Turbo Man? <laughs> exactly, I mean, come on. But anyway, so yeah, he's typical workaholic guy. And we get a whole sequence of him leaving late from the office and trying to get to the karate tournament belt ceremony thing. And uh, he, you know, he gets pulled over by the cops for speeding and driving on the shoulder. And uh, the, the cop that pulls him over here, he comes back throughout the movie. He's kind of a running gag. Uh, he's played by Robert Conrad. I just wanted to give him a shout-out because throughout this movie he gets beaten to shit like he just goes through a hell of a day in this movie
1: that man should be dead
0: i mean also accurate we'll get there but we get to the karate tournament and dad's still not there he ends up missing it but don't worry guys we have phil hartman here with us instead and (laughs) he he plays the character of ted and uh he's a fucking creep
1: (laughs) well it's funny because all these women in the audience are like oh ted oh thank you for coming over and fixing that thing for me yeah can you keep coming back over?
0: (laughs) well because he's newly divorced dear, and all the suburban moms want to jump on his dick but uh he doesn't care about that because all he wants is liz which uh, like if let's put it this way if i were phil hartman in this movie and i had all the suburban moms in the neighborhood coming at me right I wouldn't go after Liz because her husband is Arnold Schwarzenegger and he could murder me with like a flick of the wrist. Like I wouldn't yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with that.
1: No, yeah, that, that's not a good good idea.
0: But, but Phil Hartman really makes this movie. I know we talked about him briefly when we talked about Kiki's delivery service cuz he had uh, a voice role in that, but d- this is like Phil Hartman at his best comedically. He just plays this like skeevy fucking neighbor guy who's oh. like a just a total asshole but like masks it all with nice neighborly attitude it's just really good there's
1: this one point later on in the movie where he hugs liz oh my god and he gives like <laughs> oh, the, no. the face that he's like
0: sniffing her he gives like a cum face when
1: he, oh. he hugs her.
0: it's just so disgusting oh but it's so like, funny like
1: liz why don't you take a shower Oh
0: Oh my god Oh my god, Bill Hartman, stop. But yeah, so later that night The dad finally comes home, Howard, and, you know, Jamie's pissed off at him, and he storms off into his room, and he's reading his little Turbo Man comic book, and this is where we realize this kid's got the coolest bedroom alive. He's got, like, a whole mural of Marvel people on his bedroom wall.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, he's got Cap, like, blocking, like, laser beams and shit.
0: It's fucking great. Like, no normal kid has a room like this.
1: (laughs) The only room that is cooler than this one is Arnold's.
0: Oh, from Hey Arnold. Yeah, no. Because he had like a whole loft to himself for the skylight. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But it was funny because Howard's making up with his kid or whatever. And Jamie only agrees to like forgive his dad when... His dad goes like, "Oh well, I can make it up to you. What do you want? Anything special for Christmas?" And Jamie's like, "Oh, don't worry, Santa's got this. Don't worry about it, Dad." And he's like, "Well, you know, Santa's very busy. I could get you something special. What do you want?" Meaning like, "Let me buy your love, Jamie. Please forgive me. I'll buy you whatever you want."
1: (laughs) I will pay you off, basically. Here's the money under the table.
0: (laughs) Right. And he. This is where he mentions the Turbo Man doll, which is our tickle me Elmo of this story. It's like the best action figure known to man. So the dad's like, "I will get that for you, son. Don't you worry." but the best part of it is he goes back to his wife and they're getting ready to go to bed and he's talking to her and he's like oh babe you should have seen it. we were bonding so bad and i'm like how is bonding with your son you, you got the word wrong arnold i know you like you said scott you know it's his second language english but um yeah no you were talking about bribing not bonding it's bribing
1: <laughs> it's even funnier because jake lloyd like recites the commercial back to him uh-huh. at one point <laughs> Well, he's like the Turbo Man action figure With the stretchable
0: arms And the, 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 the and batteries included separately I'm like oh my right. god <laughs> Well I mean let's be honest Especially if you're a kid from the 90s Like the commercials They were fire Oh yeah Like everyone's got at least one commercial That they saw a million times as a kid That they can like recite from memory And hey now kids come get around See what just in the town So skip, it, skip it. So the, the wife's like, oh, that's great, dear, that you were bonding with your son. That's, you know, pretty, pretty uh, bare minimum shit you should be doing. Cool. So glad for you. Oh, by the way, you got the Turbo Man doll weeks ago, right? Like I told you to. So, you know, because it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. It, it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. Uh, yeah, let's let's
1: break into that real quick. So Ted puts up his lights. He hasn't put the star on the tree yet.
0: Yeah, like nothing is ha- like what is wrong with this this guy? He hasn't gone Christmas shopping yet. But he's sold like 50,000 units of mattresses, babe. But even still like, dude, it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. I thought it was like it would be like
1: Christmas like in like a week or something. No, like, you no, fool. no, it's
0: tomorrow. It's so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, Arnold gets like cartoony bug eyes when he realizes, "Oh fuck, I don't have this doll. This is not good." So, of course, he wakes up and immediately goes to the office, a.k.a. goes to look for this freaking doll, and doesn't tell his wife, obviously, about this snafu he did because, you know, you know them wives, Scott. You know those nagging wives, Scott, you know?
1: I I don't know that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure you know. I don't
1: don't know anything about that. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, Nothing. mm -hmm. No,
1: no, my wife is amazing. She is the best thing in the world.
0: Of course you say that when I'm sitting (laughs) right here. I say that all the time. Arnold goes off to find the Turbo Man doll on Christmas Eve. Did I mention that? It's Christmas Christmas. Eve. But Jamie reminds him, don't forget, Dad, we have the Christmas Eve parade later. So, you know, make sure you show up on time for the Christmas Eve parade on on this day that is Christmas Eve. In Minnesota. Yeah, that was weird. You literally asked me, because at some point a reindeer shows up in the movie. Don't ask. I'll get there. And Scott's like, where are we, Minnesota? And I'm like, yeah, we're actually in Minnesota. It's Minneapolis. (laughs) And he's like, oh, okay. But for people
1: who don't know, like, Minnesota is very north.
0: Well, yeah. It
1: is very cold.
0: Yeah. They filmed, actually, in Minnesota for five weeks. And it, at the time, it was, like, the biggest production ever in that state. I mean, they filmed this in April <laughs> for a reason, I'm guessing, because it's fucking cold. But the night before... He promised his son, promised. I'll get you that turbo man, buddy, so you can forgive me and forget that I'm a terrible dad. I promise. And then he realizes, oh shit, I don't have the doll. I gotta run around and get the doll. And then this morning, he says to his son, who's like, dad, you're gonna come to the parade, right? He says, of course, son, I promise. And I literally screamed, stop promising him things. You don't know anything, stop it. (laughs) So Howard makes his way to the local toy store. And there's a big mob outside, you know, waiting for the store to open. And it's funny because working retail, especially during Christmas time, I I got some flashbacks of my own. And the guy at the store is like just standing outside the doors while people are like, all right, come on, open the doors already. And he's like looking at his watch like, bitch, it's not 8 a.m. yet. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. I'm not opening these doors.
1: But Arnold gets forced back by the mob
0: yes and he runs there's a line
1: (laughs) there's a line and he is grabbed by sinbad
0: (gasps) sinbad's here you guys
1: and sinbad is
0: he plays a character named myron but we're just gonna call him sinbad the whole time
1: (laughs) pretty much uh sinbad is a little much Uh,
0: yeah for sure he's he's comic relief he's a stand-up comedian by trade he He... does a lot of improv in this movie a lot a lot a lot a lot
1: (laughs) he's he's our mailman
0: Yes, he's the local mailman, and he's just trying to get a toy for his son, a little Turbo Man doll.
1: Him and Arnold go in there, and they run to the Turbo Man section finally. There's sold out signs everywhere, and he looks at the guys and goes, Do you guys have Turbo Mans? And they laugh at him.
0: Yeah, rightfully so. No, There's no Turbo Man here, sir. No.
1: Let's say they were sold out probably like weeks ago. Let's say when yeah. his wife told him to buy it two right. weeks uh-huh. ago.
0: Yeah. This is a lesson to all you spouses out there listening, okay? Listen to your fucking wife. When she tells you to get the damn toy, get the damn toy. (laughs) Then you avoid these problems.
1: (laughs) Also, don't go shopping on Christmas Eve. That's also
0: a lesson, yes. This movie's full of little nuggets of wisdom, (laughs) if you look for it.
1: So Arnold, (laughs) it's great because Arnold picks these two guys up who are laughing at him and like... Where's your Christmas spirit?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, angry Arnold. But yeah, of course, hijinks ensue. Uh, It really becomes the whole movie, essentially, from this point on, becomes Sinbad versus Arnold Schwarzenegger running to different places throughout the city looking for dolls and then fighting over it and then leaving. And then Sinbad will come out with a little burst of funny about, like, rich, powerful toy cartels using us for our money. And it's like, okay.
1: These guys are fighting for these toys. And they'll have a moment where they're like, no, we're we're in this together, man. Like, almost like a camaraderie. And then they'll be like, there's one toy left. I'm like, ah.
0: yeah, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, but Sinbad does his job here. What I also found funny doing my research, apparently at one point joe pesci was considered for this character which isn't uh, it's not only funny because home alone right because it yeah. basically would have just been his character in home alone yeah but also because apparently the studio was like oh no joe pesci is too short for this role right before this movie junior came out and twins and both with danny devito and arnold schwarzenegger so it's like um he's to what <laughs> He's too what now?
1: (laughs) But Joe Pesci's too good for this role. Let's call it what it is.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. So, basically, this whole... Like I said, this whole movie just turns into, like, different hijinks between Arnie and Sinbad. At one point, (laughs) Arnold, though, he, he calls back home to his wife to, like, let her know, everything's okay, I'll be home shortly. Don't you worry, wife of mine. And, of course, because... Phil Hartman is playing a creep in this movie. Phil Hartman answers the phone. The only reason I mention this particular scene is because it comes out with one of the most iconic lines from this movie. Mm. <laughs> Phil Hartman is eating Liz's cookies, and don't worry, that's not a euphemism for anything.
1: <laughs> no, Arnold thinks so, it is.
0: <laughs> he's eating her freshly baked cookies, and <laughs> he's just like moaning like oh how are these cookies oh and Arnold just comes out with the best line ever put that cookie down now (laughs) which sounds like a
1: line that should be in kindergarten cop
0: which line is more iconic a i'll be back (laughs) b put that cookie down now or c it's not a tumor Well, okay. All of which are iconic.
1: All are iconic. I'll be back to probably the most iconic line. Yeah,
0: obviously, unfortunately. <laughs> I but w- I feel like Put That Cookie Down is underrated.
1: <laughs> it is underrated. It is probably the third of that list, because I can tell you how many times I've gone, it's not a tumor.
0: <laughs> True, fair. But yeah, after that... Beautiful piece of cinema we got there. We go to another toy store where apparently there's a lottery going on. We got a a limited amount of Turbo Man dolls in this particular store. So we're going to have a lottery. So they go to this toy store, both uh, Arnie and Sinbad. And to do the lottery, they're giving out these like bouncy balls with numbers on them. So, of course, it turns into complete chaos. Everyone's fighting on the floor, scrounging around for these balls.
1: (laughs) Arnie gets maced
0: yeah that was okay so at one point they're all on the floor and he arnold grabs the ball and sinbad just pepper sprays him in the fucking face but the weird thing about that is arnie just gets up like nothing happened like let me go find this well, ball no. and it's like n- no that's not how pepper spray is well no he does like a quick i wiped my eyes yeah, that's and I'm not fine. how pepper spray works i mean look up any video on youtube of someone getting a pepper spray <laughs> that's not how it works out
1: no 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 no.
0: um but then it just devolves even worse because arnold starts chasing around a small child who has grabbed said bouncy ball because you know children bouncy balls they go hand in hand and he chases this little girl into a ball pit and she (laughs) she puts the ball in her mouth and (laughs) arnold just grabs this child by the face and (laughs) And then he proceeds to get beat down by a horde of suburban moms. I have
1: to admit it's just it, a it,
0: gaggle of moms.
1: This this whole movie, this all the slapsticky shit in this movie is kind of hilarious. It is. It's good. Especially with Arnie cuz Arnie he goes all out. He really does. Yeah. Like there's no point where I'm like, "Oh, Arnold's phony." No, Arnold Does his shit and he gets his ass kicked by all these suburban moms hitting him with wrapping paper, their bags. And purses, (laughs)
0: calling him a pervert. It's great. We love it. We love pedophilia jokes in our (laughs) children's movies. The
1: only thing I would have loved is to see this kid walk away with that terrible man Uh, in the background. Like that was the ball that actually got the terrible man.
0: (laughs) So after this whole fiasco, because of course he doesn't get the bouncy ball. He gets chased off by the suburban moms. And he runs into this mall Santa played by Jim Belushi, who is a con man running a counterfeit toy ring. I mean, he goes, he, first of all, Arnold puts this man in his car and takes him to a warehouse in the middle of nowhere. Like, you're about to get chopped up and sold for parts, Arnold Schwarzenegger. What are you thinking? But also, so we go to the freaking warehouse and there's all these Santa Clauses there. literal all Santa Clauses in the suits women are dressed like mrs claus guys are dressed like elves just making counterfeit toys and they try to sell one to arnold but just logically like most kids movies if you think about it for more than two seconds you're like wait why are they all dressed like santa in the warehouse where no children are like why are you all dressed like this it doesn't make any sense and then arnold goes oh i don't know man something about this isn't Kosher? Why? <laughs> Why? Guys, guys, you get it?
1: Guys, Jewish Cause, joke?
0: Because it's because it's Christmas. Who gives a shit about Hanukkah? It's Christmas. But it's so nobody f- cares. Ha <laughs> ha It's so funny.
1: <laughs> it's it's even funnier because a fight, of course, breaks out where
0: he punches Jim Belushi in the face. This is where some of the physics fuckery comes in because oh, literally. Jim Belushi flips upside down like a plank and just, like, it doesn't make it. And then wh- someone fucking punches a little person in the face who's dressed like an elf. And he goes flying, like, 50 feet in the air. It just doesn't make any sense. Well,
1: of course, Arnold has to fight, like, a enormous Santa Claus. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I know who mm-hmm. the fuck that is.
0: Speaking of WWE. <laughs>
1: Speaking of WWE, they do a close-up of his eyes. Like, that's fucking Big Show. Yep. Of course, it's one of the few people who can make Arnold Schwarzenegger look fucking small.
0: Then we also get an introduction to how stupid the police are in this movie, which is the only reason why it can work, I guess. This guy Howard goes the whole day committing several mostly minor crimes but still just never gets caught by the police throughout the whole day and the cops come and like raid this warehouse and serendipitously howard finds a fake toy police badge <laughs> and just picks it up and is like i'm an undercover cop this now is- arrest some people bye <laughs> and
1: leaves. this is the worst thing operation i've ever seen <laughs>
0: The cops are like, Yes, sir, I'm so sorry, sir, and he leaves. And it's like, Okay.
1: Oh my god, it's so stupid. And of course, he gets out of there and he's like and what happens? He runs out of fucking gas.
0: Both literally and figuratively, Arnold runs out of gas. So he he calls home to talk to his wife again and a funny little bit happens because by the way there's an actual reindeer in this movie I feel like we mentioned that but just in case we didn't there's a reindeer here Ted who's Phil Hartman he brought a reindeer to, to dazzle the kids you know because it's Minnesota and they just have reindeer I guess yeah just, you know. just
1: rollicking around up.
0: anyway ted has a son and uh they're like oh what's the reindeer's name and ted's son is like i named him ted after my dad <laughs> so so oh, yeah. yeah when arnold calls and jamie picks up he's like where's your mother and jamie goes she's outside petting ted and he's like what <laughs> excuse me Jamie's like, Dad, are you coming to the parade? You promise, Just like Turbo Man says, you promise and you have to follow through. Turbo Man's the best, isn't he? And, <laughs> and Arnie's like, shut the fuck up about Turbo Man. God it. done with
1: this fucking toy. And then, of course, this is where <laughs> Jake Lloyd basically goes,
0: you are a terrible person. You never know about promises. And slams the phone down. This was his emotional moment that he put on his reel when he auditioned to be Anakin Skywalker. George Lucas was like ah that's our guy <laughs> poor kid I swear to god poor kid Yippee! so after this Howard goes to like some rundown diner and he happens to find Sinbad there and they kind of commiserate and th- I mean they try to like bring some emotionality into this I guess and make Sinbad's character uh sympathetic which I guess they kind of do but the, the main thing that comes out of the scene is like Arnold still doesn't fully get the like the meaning of Christmas which I guess is, like, is the whole point of this movie at the end of the day like you know oh, Arnold learns the true meaning of Christmas that's the fucking that's yeah. every Christmas movie right so they're sitting in the diner talking about life and like how Sinbad hated his father you know he he was always so mean to me and stuff when I was the kid at Christmas he didn't get me this toy I really liked And Arnold, like, kind of disregarded everything he said about, like, oh, throughout my whole life, my dad always thought I was a loser. And he just focused on the toy thing, and he's like, ah, if I don't get my son this toy, he's going to hate me for all of his life and turn into a sad, pathetic mailman that drinks at noon.
1: (laughs) Their radio speaks up and goes, we
0: have a Turbo Man, if you can name all seven reindeer. and of course after this bonding moment between Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger that completely dissolves and they start brawling to get to the payphone and then brawling to like get to the radio station which is like just down the block so they're like I'm gonna go down there and um, Arnold gets to the station he's like losing his shit he's like I know who the reindeer are now in reality the thing would have been over in like two minutes cause someone would have called right after and been like I know the answer in the fucking 10 minutes it took to no, it's for Arnold to run down two blocks to get to the radio station. It it doesn't make any sense. It's
1: Tito, Michael. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. So, as Arnold was rushing in, some guy was on the phone naming the Jackson 5, and like, no, you asshole. (laughs) So, then we get to the bomb thing. Okay, Scott, you want to explain the bomb thing? (laughs) So
1: Sinbad comes in and goes, I have a bomb. Don't you read in the papers? There's bombs going through the mail all the time. And I just stole one and kept it just for a situation like this.
0: <laughs> he just pulled one out of his little mail bag.
1: And finally he he froze it. And it turns out it's not a bomb.
0: So And, yeah, the cops come and surround Sinbad and Arnie. And, of course,
1: one of the cops is... Cop who's been basically busting Arnie this whole time. Yeah,
0: it's kind of hilarious, but then Simbad does it
1: again. He goes, "I yeah, have a
0: bomb." He, he pulls out another package. Oh uh, yeah! Oh, he says that line. Uh, he's like going into the elevator to leave Simbad, and he's like, "I have the ears of a snake." And I'm like, "Snake doesn't have ears." But okay, you go, Simbad. You go. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hope that was improv. I really I'm do. I'm sure That, that it made is. me laugh out loud. I was like. <laughs> Saints don't have ears, you fool (laughs) And then finally
1: our cop Who was busting Arnie Walks up to the bomb (laughs) Picks it up And he's like This isn't a bomb He's shaking it And he goes to open it As Arnie and Sinbad Have both left And it's an actual bomb
0: (laughs) Yeah That was a That was a plot twist I remember that Watching it when I was a kid And of course Because it's a kid's movie All the cops are alive and well And the main cop Who's holding the bomb Is just covered with soot And his hair is a little messed up 'Cause that's what bombs do.
1: Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's
0: fine. He's not dead. No, we can't have that no. in a kid's movie. <laughs> Just so, like
1: the guy who gets trampled at the, the beginning. Yeah, also, he's very alive. He's fine. He not just has a on his face.
0: No, no paralyzed. Not Nothing. He's fine. They're fine. Guys, it's fine. fine. Everything's fine. But the monsters. It's fine. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's fine. She'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe it is fine. By the way, if Sinbad was fighting with Arnold, why didn't he just let him get arrested by the police? He literally said to the cop holding a gun on Arnold... Like, ah, put your gun down too, sir. And he's Why would you want to do that? You're competing with him to get this turbo man. <laughs> just, like, just let him get arrested. Well, Fuck it. well, now there's no
1: turbo man. And, you know, they're both just fathers just trying to do good by their oh, sons. They're on the same side They're both now.
0: terrible people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. Merry uh, Merry Howard Merry gets home finally after this whole mischagust. And he sees Ted, Phil Hartman, In his home, putting a star on top of the tree. His tree. His tree. tree. Arnold's, which, okay, like, I guess that's annoying. But he, again, scrunches his face again, like, this man is in my house. In my tree. Like, what the fuck? And it's like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Also, (laughs) calm down, sir. (laughs) Why is your star not on the tree on Christmas Eve? Yeah, just, I mean, you're missing the point here, Arnold. Just go inside and be with your family, They don't need a turbo man. They just need your time. But uh, Arnold doesn't really think that. He thinks, ah, I must get a revenge on this swarmy man.
1: Wait, this man told me that he bought his son. A turbo man? And it's been under his tree
0: for weeks. (sighs) So, of course, he decides to commit yet another crime and break into the man's house and try to steal his turbo man. But uh, he has a change of heart at the last minute. He sees some carolers in the distance and he's like, oh, I can't. I've got the Christmas cheer suddenly and I've decided that I can't steal a toy from a literal child.
1: Well, it's it's even funnier (laughs) because while he's stealing this, we we got a a good laugh because Arnold is a big man. Yes. He's a large human being. Yes. And at one point he tries to scrunch down like he's hiding.
0: (laughs) Be, like, inconspicuous. Like, like, no, sweetie.
1: I'm like, Arnold, Arnold, there's no way you could get away with that. Like, if that's Tim Allen, sure. Tim yeah, Allen could get away with he that. He's
0: an average size, Joe.
1: He's a, he's a little tall, but you know what? He's not Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger.
0: <laughs> he's not the size of a small house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, Like, come on, Arnie.
0: But as Arnold is trying to return the toy to its rightful place... He then encounters the reindeer, Ted, who is very mad and rushes him and uh, more hijinks ensue. Arnie lights (laughs) the house on fire. Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. (laughs) And of course he gets found out and Liz is pissed. She's like done with his bullshit. And she's like, Howard, I'm going to take my son to the parade now. Not reindeer, Ted. Will you drive us to the parade, please? And he's like, of course. And he then leaves and he turns back to Arnie he's like, you can't bench press your way out of this one. Uh, <laughs> I- I'm going to fuck your wife. And it's like, whoa.
1: Watch as I turn you into a goddamn pretzel, you piece of shit.
0: <laughs> I mean, what I appreciate about this movie, at least, is that they make Rita Wilson's character... Not like a total idiot. No, until the very end of the movie, but we'll fucking get there. Which is, I don't even understand. Anyway, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny. <laughs> but she th- constantly rebuffs his advances. Like she knows what Ted is doing, and she's like, "Oh no, sir, my husband is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm good."
1: <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. She. I don't need this. <laughs> like, let's let's slow down here for a second.
0: But um, after this whole want want moment. Howard is sitting in shame and sadness with the reindeer, drinking a six-pack. Oh, he
1: fucking punches the reindeer's lights out, though, at some point.
0: Oh, well, yeah. But they made up. They're drinking beer together. It's fine. (laughs) Animal abuse. Let's just add that to the list of charges. (laughs) He's sitting there in sorrow, and (laughs) this is where the real attempts at emotionality come. Because... He sees a drawing that his son did of their family, and he's like, "Oh, you know what? It's time I start keeping my promises." And you see a slow, tiny little baby Jim Halpert tear I fall love, down his face.
1: I love that's that's what we call
0: it—a <laughs> lonely Jim tear. Yeah, lonely. I mean, I came up with that term long ago. It, I feel like I've mentioned it at least once on the show You have before. a couple times. But for those of you that don't know in the office <laughs> when Jim Halpert confesses his love for Pam and she rejects him he spouts out a lonely little sad tear and it's the saddest thing you've ever seen so whenever someone does that in a movie just the solo sad tear I call it the lonely Jim tear <laughs> <laughs> the lonely Jim tear
1: that was probably around long before Jim Halpert was I know even but he perfected
0: of- it Jay Kras perfected it <laughs>
1: Oh, God.
0: Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Let's go to the fucking parade. (laughs)
1: Let's go to the parade.
0: Here we are at our climax, you guys. How exciting.
1: (laughs) Yes, Arnie sees... Ted and his wife in the parked car.
0: Oh, boy, oh, boy. After
1: Ted and his wife both go have their kids go, hey, can we go while you guys park the car? And you're like, oh, Oh, yes, yes, kid. Can we
0: go running around in this crowded parade area while you guys park the car? Hopefully we won't get hit by any vehicles or trafficked by any humans. Yeah,
1: you know, go be in this crowded parade.
0: (laughs) It it, it is a Christmas movie, dear. Human trafficking doesn't exist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Except in Christmas Chronicles.
0: Christmas. What? There was no human trafficking in Christmas Chronicles. Yes, there was.
1: Remember? They got kidnapped at the fucking park. Teddy gets
0: kidnapped. Oh, by like elves or whatever? No, he gets kidnapped by the bad guys. Oh, yeah. By like actual criminals. <sighs> but they were just kidnapping him for like money or something. They thought he had money. Right? I no. don't remember. <laughs> that movie was so <laughs> not important. <laughs> the only thing that matters in that movie is Kurt Russell as Santa. Yes. That's it. You can speed through all the other parts of that movie. You can skip the shit with the kids. Who cares? Anyway. <laughs> just
1: just care about when Kurt Russell's on screen.
0: Or you can just listen to our review of the movie. That's probably a lot quicker <laughs> and less painful.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Liz and Ted are in the car.
0: The best thing happens.
1: And... Arnold's walking over to them. Arnold's like, I'm going to do something. But of course, who shows up? The cop that has been following Arnold this entire movie, pretty much. Yeah,
0: and there's really no long-term consequences to the bomb exploding in his hands. It's just his hands are bandaged. It just burned his hand. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's
1: fine. fine. He didn't go home.
0: Guys, it's fine. (laughs) He didn't even go home. He's still
1: on duty. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) let's, Let's face it. If a cop got hurt on the line of duty... Even if it was a minor injury, he's going the fuck home. Yeah, no,
0: fuck this. It's Christmas Eve. I'm going home with my burned hands.
1: (laughs) But no, he has to chase Arnie because Arnie knocks coffee onto him, which, of course, hot coffee doesn't burn him at all. Well, no,
0: because his hands are bandaged. So he's like, ah, my hands. (laughs) More.
1: Ah. (laughs) So he's, he's chasing Arnie off. And Arnie gets chased off, and we'll follow them in a bit.
0: But meanwhile, back in the car... Liz and Ted are still in there and Ted is being very obvious that he is a creeper a creeperson.
1: You need someone to listen to you. Come to my bosom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to fuck you, Liz. Let's make this happen. And then... Remember just- when I told you that... Tuna recipe about using the Italian olive oil. Oh my god. I hope that was improvised too. God bless. Phil Hartman, I love you so much. <laughs> and Liz just fucking smashes
1: him in the face with with,
0: with a thermos full of eggnog. And, so, you know.
1: And runs away. And then of course, Phil Hartman sits up and he's covered in the eggnog. And what does it look like, Frankie?
0: I'm not saying you know what it looks like, goddammit.
1: <laughs> it looks like Phil Hartman got the face full of cum. Fucking fucking
0: fucking sound effect right there. <laughs> Perfect That'll sound. That'll make effect. it obvious for the kids at home. <laughs>
1: Perfect sound effect. <laughs>
0: uh fuck. <laughs> As Arnold is getting chased by this cop, he runs into like this kind of storage area. That's kind of like the backstage area for the parade. And he immediately gets, like, swept away by the people working for the parade. And they're like, okay, this is what you got to do. And, of course, they put him into a Turbo Man costume. <laughs> and he's and, but, the Turbo Man for the parade.
1: And, of course, the Turbo Man costume fits Arnold
0: mm-hmm. Perfectly. perfectly. And, you know, has a fully functioning jetpack.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Don't you worry, guys. That he
1: can fly around all
0: of Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby, he does. (laughs) We're going to fucking get there. (laughs) And it's complete with a fancy schmancy helmet with all of one very clear and see-through visor on his head. We'll also get to that. It'll be important in a bit.
1: I I do want to shout out, though, because there is a person playing Arnold's... (gasps)
0: sidekick booster who everybody hates (laughs) by the way throughout this whole movie every toy store they go to there's like an abundance of booster action figures and nobody wants them because all the kids hate booster that will also be important in the climax just wait it's a lot to remember i know but it's gonna be great
1: (laughs) Uh, just but the guy who's playing the man inside of booster Mm -hmm. oh baby is as frankie would put it a supernatural alum
0: (gasps) curtis armstrong well he's most known for probably being booger in revenge of the nerds but curtis armstrong i know from my favorite show (gasps) supernatural he played the character of metatron yes he did in supernatural and he was great in that too he's just fucking awesome curtis
1: armstrong's a great character actor he pops up a lot in a lot of random things but it's always fun when he does show up
0: indeed indeed
1: But yeah, he's
0: back uh, to this parade. This
1: parade. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So the float starts to go down, and of course, Turbo Man comes up, and it's Arnold. Ah. And uh, Curtis Officer's like, wave, you idiot, wave. (laughs) Arnold's like, I can get used to this. I'm waving to everybody.
0: I'm so cool. (laughs) I'm Turbo Man.
1: (laughs) And of course, uh, we have an announcer crew who's announcing the parade for some local.
0: It's literally like the Thanksgiving, like Macy's parade.
1: Yeah, where they
0: have like the news anchors, and one of them is a weatherman by the name of Gale Force, which Scott found hilarious for some reason. He was like,
1: "Cause it's so dumb."
0: He was like audibly laughing really hard at that, and I was like, "All right, because it's <laughs> whatever dumb. floats
1: your boat." Because weathermen have to apparently have weather person names. finally they're like, oh, Turbo Man gets to pick a kid out from the audience to win this special Turbo Man action
0: figure. (gasps) You mean the one thing Arnold's been looking for the whole movie? It's right there?
1: And Arnold picks- At his fingertips? And he picks it up and he's like,
0: yes! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Curtis Armstrong in the booster suit, he's like, dude, fucking let's go. Pick a kid already. And he, of course, points to Jamie, who's on the sidelines there, and audibly on the microphone says his name and- (laughs) Both Jamie and Liz are standing there and don't recognize their own father-slash-husband's voice saying Jamie. And Jamie's just like, Turbo Man knows my name. (laughs) And then he goes up on the float and gets the doll and everything is wonderful. And Jamie is standing but two feet from his own father just with a visor on. And he doesn't recognize his own father.
1: Well, Frankie, what you don't know is this area of Minnesota... Is populated by a great deal of giant Austrian men.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. Like, how many giant Austrian bodybuilders do you know, Jamie? Like, <laughs>
1: all of them. They're
0: all there. They're <laughs> all there in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, t- jesus christ 11, just the child Austrian man. so jamie finally has this doll and he's meeting turbo man it's such a dream come true but then what was funny about this moment is we're, we're sitting here watching the movie and then scott goes oh god imagine uh sinbad just shows up right here and i was like are you sure you haven't seen this before? And then lo and behold, Sinbad shows up dressed like the villain from the show with the crazy brain thing. And he's like, ha, huh, give me that doll, little boy. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, this is getting very intense.
1: <laughs> and they begin to battle. And then <laughs> Jamie fucking kicks Sinbad in the nuts at one point.
0: Naturally, there's got to be a nut shot.
1: Of in course. In this kid's movie. Um, but simbad starts chasing jamie and they run off and the little minions that are like hey we're back here they jump on arnold
0: what were they called what were rita's little people called the putties right yeah the putties yeah basically like putties from uh power rangers they pop out of the float and start like fighting arnold and arnold's like legitimately fighting them but it's like dude like this is not real you just have to say like hey that's my son he's running in the middle of the street get the fuck off me well
1: one of them goes Hey, dude, don't you remember the fucking choreography? No, (laughs) I
0: don't. Get the fuck off me. (laughs) Like, this is not a drill.
1: Uh, At one point, Booster gets knocked to the floor.
0: And all the children come out of the woodwork and literally start beating him up. I fucking hate you, Booster. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Like, it's just so fucking funny. (laughs) Like, we get it. You hate Booster. Like, chill out.
1: But Jesus Christ, kids.
0: It's so funny.
1: Uh, Finally, he knocks all the putties, and now he's like, I must chase after them.
0: Yes, which, okay. So at this point, Jamie is running through the streets and he climbs. This is so stupid. He gets to some random building and starts climbing like the fire escape ladder up the side of the building. And all of the other adults around him are like, go ahead, kid. Go ahead, small child. Go ahead up that ladder. Go ahead. Run away from the bad guy. And it's like, are you guys stupid? Do you still think this is part of the show? And I guess they do because the mom starts running to try to get her kid. And the cop stops her and says, don't worry, ma'am. This is all part of the show. No, it's not, you fucking idiot. And she's it, like, this is important. That's my fucking son climbing up the side of a building, sir. That's officer. My, that's my
1: boy. <laughs>
0: You're so dumb. And then, and then fucking fuckface Sinbad, he's still chasing him to the point where they're dangling off the side of a fucking building on like some decoration or whatever. And still, despite the fact that this small child is dangling over a street The fucking guy is still like, give me that doll, kid. Like, whoa,
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) sir. (laughs) And then Arnold, he finally gets the doll, and Arnold, like, boomerangs him off the thing, and he falls
0: to what should be his death. Oh, no, but he, he of course, falls onto, like, a big trampoline because that's just there, I guess. And
1: he's like, I finally got the toy, and then all the cops surround him and arrest him because...
0: Right, but, Scott, we've missed the most important aspect. You thought it was crazy up till now, Guys, Turbo Man isn't actually Turbo Man. I don't know if you realize this, but Turbo Man is actually Iron Man because he not only has like a super cool functioning suit... But he has a fucking jetpack. Did I mention the jetpack?
1: Oh, my God. So when they're putting Arnold in this suit.
0: The jetpack, though.
1: (laughs) The jetpack. When they put Arnold in this suit, the guy's, like, giving him, like, oh, yeah, thank you for doing this on such short notice, blah, 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 blah. The last guy, it was just a freak accident. You know, he finally started moving after, like, two days in a
0: coma. Fucking wonderful. He actually had some brain activity today. Yay.
1: So you'll be fine.
0: And of course, yeah, so in order to save Jamie and scoop him up from peril, he uses the fucking jetpack to like fly in the sky and flip around and shit and scoops up his kid. They even have the point, you know, in the first Iron Man movie where he goes, Iron Man goes up way too high and then the Iron Man suit stops working and he falls. It li- They literally have that scene. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah,
1: they it's, it's <laughs> do. He's fucking funny.
0: Iron Man. <laughs> I don't get... How did Noah make this connection before? He's fucking Iron Man. (laughs) He is. It's it's, it's there. It's all there. But he does catch his son. Sinbad, like Scott said, he gets arrested with doll in hand. He finally won, but at what cost? And uh, Howard brings Jamie back to Liz, you know, his wife. Who's now
1: next to him.
0: Yeah, like right in front of him. And she's like, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you so much for saving my son, guy I don't know. And it's like... (laughs) What the fuck is happening? It's so bad that even Rita Wilson herself has gone on record saying, I kinda didn't like this character because she was really stupid that she didn't realize that this guy in the suit was her husband. Literally like, what the fuck?
1: Literally Lois Lane looks at this character and goes, damn. What's
0: wrong with you lady? And then eventually, of course, you know, Howard takes the fucking helmet off and they're like, oh, great. Now that I see your hairline, I I know it's you. Oh, my God. And, um, you know, Howard's like, I, I just wanted to spend time with you guys. You're the most important thing in the world to me. Oh, yay. And as fucking Sinbad is getting hauled off to jail, because remember, he's a sympathetic supervillain who tried to kill a kid to get a fucking plastic doll. And- <laughs> he is getting dragged away by the police and jamie's just like here take the turbo man doll big scary man that almost killed me and he's like why why are you giving me this and arnold's like you motherfucker (laughs) i have been running around all day (laughs) (laughs) looking for this thing and i finally gave it to you but no
1: i have the real turbo
0: man so yeah that's jingle all the way
1: oh what fun it is the ride on a one-horse soap yeah, sleigh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dumb, fun, goofy movie. Indeed. Arnold is a blast because Arnold's always a blast.
0: Indeed. I think you also forgive movies like this more because they're just like Christmas movies and you kind of get the the christmas vibes even though the vibes in this movie lean heavily towards commercialism unfortunately that's a part of christmas but at the end i guess he the main character learns the lesson that it's not about commercialism christmas it's about family just like fast and the furious it's all about family wait is fast and the furious a christmas movie <laughs> no. is the whole franchise just a a, a sneak attack ninja fucking christmas franchise yes
1: eventually they're gonna drive christmas trees
0: they're gonna no they're gonna save christmas they're gonna use their cars and their spaceships or whatever to fucking save christmas
1: it's gonna happen guys
0: because is gonna get kidnapped by like some fucking i don't know by like
1: john cena yeah
0: sure <laughs> and then they have to save christmas yay yeah. anyway uh scott what did you rate jingle all the way
1: i have jingle all the way as a three out of five i do as well it's just it again it's a lot of fun just dumb stupid fun you turn your brain off is it the worst thing in the world no no is it the best movie you'll ever see
0: no No, (laughs) certainly not but uh yeah it's a nice shot of 90s nostalgia fun and silliness and you know just like a silly kids movie totally harmless well not totally harmless We do see Phil Hartman with calm on his face, so not totally harmless, but mostly harmless. Mostly. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think this is a great way to kick off the Christmas season here on Shoot the Flick. I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be less excited next week because next week...
1: I'm not even sure I'm excited for next week.
0: We get another kind of Christmas entry here into... Kind of. uh, Into season three of Shoot the Flick. And uh, (laughs) in case we didn't guess it already... It's another Arnold movie. Yay. Yay. But until then, this has been Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Sparks. And
1: I'm Scott Eisenberg.
0: Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Shoot the Flick and check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. And make sure you come back next week for our Holly Jolly. Freezing cold. <laughs> Get it? Movie adventure.
1: Put that cookie down. No.
0: <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell.